This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Scarlett Hildebeidel talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me, as always, are Scarlett and Dave. How are you guys doing? Um, well, you, you are in a different city right now, right? Um, I am. We're going to talk about Nashville and this whole area op- reopening, but uh, but you sound like you've escaped. So uh, what is that like? What's it like in the, the another state right now? It's been so nice because, yeah, we we were hunkered down for a long time. And this week, um, or we when did we leave? We left a few days ago. Um, we're working from South Carolina, visiting family at the same time. So a change of setting, still staying indoors, but in a different house with um, Brandon's family. So it's been it's been a nice change of scenery. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. My, uh, you know, we've got a vacation in a few weeks. Finally, I mean, it, it's been hard to plan more than a few weeks out from this because you know, just not knowing, hey, what if you go somewhere, what's going to be open? How open will it be? Um, you know, just, just you kind of want to know what's the experience going to be like, especially for kids. And uh, so, yeah, we're not that you know rolling the dice a few weeks now. It's more just like, all right, but that was about as a month ahead is about as far ahead as you can plan right now. I, I feel like, um, maybe but two kudos weeks for you, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. Even a week right now. Um, you go back a few weeks ago, it was even harder. And I felt like, man, I still trapped. I mean, at least the weather's been nice, um, and making the most of it. But, uh, yeah, you know, we, uh, we started, um, reading aloud. I've been reading aloud wing feather saga to the, to the kids. That is actually, actually required reading for Madeline's school next year, which is kind really? of cool. And uh, I know it's, cool. it's, summer, it's summer reading. It's, you know, they, they gave them a variety. So I thought, you know, I've never read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I thought this would be fun. I said, I want to read it aloud actually to you all. So, so even though it's for my older daughter um, going into seventh grade, my younger has been joining in as well. So it's been kind of fun, something a little bit different. We, We'll do that occasionally. I will read to them individually sometimes when it's something that's fun, but uh, I think everyone gets to enjoy this one. I tell you, that is a tough one to read aloud. I, mean, I, I watched some of Andrew Peterson's. If anyone watched Andrew Peterson do Facebook Lives, every, he did it every night for like a month and a half, right? I mean, And he it did was, it with that fancy accent too. Yeah. <laughs> so the characters and the places that he writes about it, it's like reading Tolkien. Um, it's very difficult to say these things because only he kind of knows how to pronounce them. And, um, I've kind of mumbled through some of them <laughs> or it's made me realize that the reason audiobook readers have to read slow is because they need to pronunciate carefully for any of us who are going to speed it up to 1.5, right? Uh, <laughs> right. But, I, but I've realized, oh, I can't read this at the speed that I want. I need to just go slow and even like pause to say something accurately. See, I'm, I'm slowing down right now so I can hear myself uh, say these things. But, uh, but that's been really fun and challenging uh, at the same time. But the kids have enjoyed it and it's not it's not the genre they they love as much as i thought um i mean again like it it, it that that is a 
that's not a bad thing. They find genres that they do enjoy, but um, they, they like it. They just don't love it as much. But I think they've had a lot of fun. So, well, yeah. they, you might find that they get into it uh, the farther you go. Like, so are you just still in the early bits of book one? Oh, um, yeah, I'm page 17. Oh, okay. <laughs> we so started, you got time. We started, we started a couple of days ago. We thought, let's do a chapter or two a night because that takes to read a chapter of six pages out loud. That takes 20 minutes or something like that. I mean, They've got like 40 minutes in them to do it. So a couple chapters seems to be the max right now. And that's, that's fine. Then they're like, can we watch a Hallmark movie, dad? <laughs> no, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. All right, Aaron. So, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm hijacking this from the beginning. So Aaron, they have gotten into their first binge watch <laughs> show. Really? And it what is, is it? It's a Hallmark show. Uh, this is this is this is my wife and daughters, and mm. it's it's the Canadian show when calls the heart. <laughs> don't don't knock it. Your employer I saw was promoting the DVDs the other day. So <laughs> were we? Yeah, yeah. I I laughed. I sent it to Rachel Shaver. I said, oh, "This is hilarious. You guys are selling this thing." <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's very, I mean, of course, the, the show is exactly what it is. It's love. It's, 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 it's the uh, Western frontier of Canada in the 19 teens, I think. I, I was trying mm. to that piece it together. Right. They're being introduced to automobiles. So I guess early, 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 early 50s. 50s. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave, how old are your daughters? Uh, they're 10 and 12. <laughs> I know you're, I'm feeling the judgment. Just go for it. Um, you know, this is no. not a judgment free podcast. No, no. It's, oh. Yeah, it's not judgment free, but I'm not judging. No, but it's, uh, you know, so uh, the uh, one of the actresses in it is Lori Loughlin, uh, who is going to jail, better known as Aunt, Be Aunt Becky from Full House. Prison Aunt Becky. Thank Prison. <laughs> I mean, it was it was so funny. The kids um, screamed out. This is a few months ago, and they started watching it. But um, no, they're watching Full House then, and they're like, "Dad, Aunt Becky's going. Aunt Becky's going to jail." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, she she probably will be going to jail for a bit. She could buy her way out. But then again, that's why she's here. So that's why she's going to jail? Um, yeah, why she's going to jail? See, in my house." If any of our kids said anything about um, Aunt Becky going to jail, immediately I would be like, what? Why is my sister going to jail? Because my uh -oh. sister's name Becky. Do you Becky. have an Aunt Becky? No. <laughs> they actually have an Aunt Becky. She's not going to jail. She has no criminal record, just for Good. the record, everybody. <laughs> Good job, Aunt Becky. <laughs> yes, I love it. But um, So apparently the fans of the show are called Hearties. So Aaron, this is, this is what's... <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna wow. hate they're gonna hate that i talked about this on the podcast by the way i know i'm gonna be in trouble on this one i gotta be honest are they gonna <laughs> listen to it um no they won't but they're okay, gonna go. they're gonna they're gonna ask me what we talked about i'm like oh you don't okay. have to tell them everything that's I think true. this falls into the banter at the beginning. It doesn't count as an actual okay. topic. All right. It's good to know. We are in the six, loophole. seven minutes. That's six, right. Seven That's minutes. right. This is a gray area. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you asked what's going on. That is what's going on. That's okay. what happens when Nashville reopens. <laughs> we start watching this show. See, Actually, this is a cry for help. This is the result of it being closed for so long. No, no. And, and this started, yeah, at the beginning of the, all, all the shutdown. And it's just continuing on. No, so they're actually watching it again. Aaron, I feel like culturally you need to watch this. Um, you know, I, I really lived it. Live, I'm fine. You lived it, <laughs> but I oh, lived the, on the, the prairies in the, the 1920s. Love, the love, the love interest is a Mountie, and he wears his full uniform. I've also noticed that the Mountie garb has not changed uh, in the past hundred years. It's true, uh, and uh, it just kind of you know when when we talk with Drew Dick about this, um, it's like when we start talking about Canada, I just start laughing, and because I imagine <laughs> I imagine SNL comedy in Second City, and I also think of Mounties. Oh, and <laughs> and Strange Brew, the movie and TV as show, you should, um, which is so good, and um, but yeah, the Mounties, I just feel like. I mean, can you take them seriously? I mean, I, they're, they're police, right? So I, I, I just, I, I don't want to get into my. <laughs> I'm digging a hole. I'm looking at pictures of the um, of the show. There's Aunt Becky. Yes, there's Aunt Becky. Oh, and so when Aunt Becky gets uh, starts going to trial <laughs> in real life, Lori Laughlin, apparently she just disappears from the show. Like they had such an uncomfortable write off of the character. It's like she had to go back east <laughs> to address family <laughs> issues. <laughs> Dave is doing air quotes, listeners. Uh, that's right. That's that's uh, you know those are the that's whenever I have issues, they're going to um, use those same kind of air quotes at my employers, saying yeah. Aaron had to go back north to deal with family <laughs> issues. With family issues. Family <laughs> issues. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so writing off characters. Let's go into this. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good. No, oh. good actually, that's a, that's a legitimate one. I wanted let's talk about writing off characters. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. Before we do that, Aaron, we haven't asked how you're really doing. How are you doing emotionally? So how are you really doing emotionally? How am I really doing as a Canadian? As a Canadian, as a Canadian living Canadian. in the south. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the podcast answer is fine. Um. The real answer, of course, is it's it's been kind of a kind of a rough week. Um, just lots of stuff going on. I don't want to bore everybody with it. So, and some of it I just can't talk about. But um, at least not. You might publicly. need a pet bunny rabbit. That really helps. <sighs> I'm not going to be a bunny person. I'm sorry. No, you or, never know. I didn't no. think I would be either, but look at me now. No, I nah. No, no rabbits. No, Quarantine trauma can, can lead people to do unexpected things. That's certainly true. But I think my unexpected thing would be, you know, shaving a reverse mohawk into my son's hair. Um, Did you do that? <laughs> not yet, but I've threatened oh. it a couple of times. Not a bad idea. Try yeah. it out. It's summertime. So, you know, you can come back fresh in the fall. Yeah. yeah. But specifically just a, a completely bald strip down, right down the middle. That's, wow. that's, that's uh, that's what I have uh, have said. Hey, guy, you know, let's be careful, or we're gonna have oh, wow. to do this. Aaron, Aaron, that is naturally <laughs> what I have. So you, listen, <laughs> you just need to uh, <laughs> tell him. Let me let me show you. 
Let me show you what giving up on life looks like. Let me show you my co-host, Dave. All right. He, uh, he just kind of stopped trying. And, and, and this is what we get. I don't right think here, that's right? how, how hair works. I don't think you stopped trying to no, grow but, hair. No, but I was, I, I was sending messages back, uh, back and forth with my barber. We have, we have a, <laughs> we set a Facebook you text relationship. No, I don't have a cell phone. I wish I did, but I, I do on Facebook. We're friends. So we'll send just direct messages that way. And, uh, I just said, hey, I need to update you. I did two haircuts on my own while you, <laughs> while you were gone, and, I, and my wife did one time. My marriage is struggling. Help. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, I just said, I look homeless right now. I need you. I need, I need you to go back to work, and for so many reasons. And uh, so he's he's excited. He's like, yeah, that seems to be the theme with my clients. Um, so, yeah, so tell everyone son, looks homeless. Uh, okay, I I look homeless. It's okay right now, but I don't know what it looks like from behind because you know when you're trying to sh when you're trying to do an electric razor back there with like a side yeah. mirror, it just it doesn't needed. work. It doesn't work. So I can't wear a hat here at work, but around town, I'm I'm hat guy. So mm. yeah. Hat guy. I like um, that. Aaron, I have a question. I have a yes. question. How many um, publishing related one minute videos did you record this week? This week, I haven't recorded any, but on June 8th, I do another 31. Wow. Oh. Man. Yep. Yep. And then I'm all done. Then I'm all done recording that project. Cool. So by the Good time grief. they all re finish releasing sometime in 2021, um, they will, uh, like, I'll look nothing like what, what's in those images. So, yay. <laughs> Scarlett, so I've noticed that, um, you and your bunny rabbit have become oh, this somewhat, again? no, have become somewhat like a character we can kind of poke at in the way you poke <laughs> at me with my cats. I don't I've poke noticed, at you, Dave. No, I no, mean, no, maybe no, I no, 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 no. I've noticed what, what Aaron and, and Barnabas joined in last week to kind of poke at. So it's like you and farm animals, me with cats. And yeah. uh, um, so I, I don't no, know. This is what's called that. deflection, Dave. You're hoping for something <laughs> that isn't going to happen. That's okay. Well, um, as we are recording this right now, um, one of our <laughs> four cats um, is being spayed at the moment. And uh, so pray for sweet little Mimi. She Mimi. will not be the same Mimi uh, in about an hour from now. It's probably for the wow. best. But That's what's keeping I, you from having 37 cats. It, yes. And <laughs> um, there's nothing more awkward than a cat in heat jumping on top of you while you're trying to like watch television. So I'm just going to wow. put that out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want that. So Mimi is going to be a new Mimi uh, in, in an hour. So my hey. friends... Scarlett's like, oh my lord! I okay. Guess what though, Dave? What? I have already made some phone calls about getting Puffy the bunny spayed in a few months. So as you should. <laughs> so where does that happen? That's not at a vet clinic. That's somewhere else. It's a very it? private, personal question. <laughs> there are oh my goodness, there are certain vets who will do it. And um, the thing with bunnies is, so we only have one. But if you don't get them spayed, they get all 
sorts of reproductive cancers because, you know, bunnies reproduce a ton. So if you're not letting them reproduce, then their bodies kind of go crazy. So that's the reason people spay female bunnies. Okay. I'm a rabbit expert now. So no, you, you seem to, to know a lot about these things. And you know what? That's what happens when you have lots of farm <laughs> animals and you have lots of cats. We all talk about these things. So um, uh, so while you were doing that, I was texting my sister who is a veterinarian because I didn't know the answer. Sarah, do you, uh, do you spay or neuter bunnies? Uh, yeah. uh, so I'll update everyone on when I get that answer. She could be doing that right now. I don't want to get into if that. If she does, then I will maybe give her a call because that's, uh, that yeah. sounds, that sounds fine. You know, we had a, uh, my, <laughs> my, my daughter's soccer coach was having like their poor dog was having these, uh, uh, seizures and they didn't feel like they were getting good answers from their current vet. And I think they established a bad relationship with the vet. So they felt like they needed to go elsewhere. I offered to say, you can talk to my sister anytime. She loves helping out. The problem is she's in Indianapolis area. So, mm. so I thought, Oh, they're just going to make a phone call and talk to my sister or FaceTime and she can like do a consult okay. that way. Um, legally there's some things she can't do, uh, you know, prescribe anything because it's out mm-hmm. of state, but, uh, but she, uh, they drove up with their dog to see my no sister. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, even in the middle of COVID. Uh, wow. So they love their dog, clearly. But um, so, yeah, anytime you all need some, you know, animal consult, my sister is kind of a <laughs> go to. I'll, I'll give you her cell phone. She's used all to right. it. All right. Yeah, I don't know about bunnies. We'll update you. This would be exciting updates on the podcast, real time updates. So there you go. This is why people listen to the table of malcontents. Absolutely. For bunny updates and information. Pet advice. This is what we do, guys. We're, uh, that's why. That's that's why I threw in a little note about kind of reading books at the beginning, just to say, hey, we talked about books. You we know, talked I appreciate about books, that. But we're I really that. here to talk yeah. about. Um, we're here for the animals. Rabbit, what is it called again? Rabbit spaying. That's why we're really here. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Hundred percent. All right. Well, on that right. note, this has been a great show, everybody. <laughs> So, uh, no, so let's, uh, let's, let's, let's awkwardly transition into our real topics for today. How about that? And yeah, there's no other way to do it. Just, no, just, go just for awkward. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the progress I made last week, all right out the window. Uh, so, um, but here's a know, transition. Rabbits can't read, but you know who can read humans. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, you know, unless they're anthropomorphized rabbits in books oh, and wow. then they can oh, read too. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, uh, there we go. Is, Those are the only kind of rabbits strange. I'm down for. Is now you can read while in holding books. a rabbit, but a rabbit can't. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can you read to your, a rabbit? Your awkward transition was better than my awkward transition. <laughs> <laughs> was it though? Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Okay. So we are all very excited because we are somewhere in phase two, two and a half, one and three quarters of the potential of Nashville reopening fully. You know, some stores are starting to open up again. Bookstores are opening. I went into Books a Million last week. Very fun. Nice. I picked up a rabbit book. It's called Rabbits for Dummies. I picked it up. I thumbed mm. through it. Nice. <laughs> Wait, Rabbits for Dummies, like just learning about rabbits or like how to have one as a pet? Like what kind of book just, is that? Just like, you know, the For Dummies series, just complete rabbit information. Rabbits? I just thought through it. I was just so happy to be in a bookstore. I just picked up a lot of books and just looked at them, walked around. It was amazing. Okay. That's, that's encouraging. So I noticed 
Parnassus was not open yet. They're doing like pickup orders still. Yeah, there's, they're not, doing not. pickup and online, and that's about well, it right south now. of Nashville. South of Nashville has started opening up sooner than Nashville. That's true. Very true. Um, but you're right. I need to go. Barnes & Noble's right down the street from my office, so I need to go check that out too. Yeah. And it is open. I was there the other day. Okay. Do you have to wear a mask in there? Do they require that? Yeah, or they, they do want you to wear a mask, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So They ask that you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners out there, let us know. Uh, you know what? Actually, this would be fun. Tweet. Uh, do, do this for like your favorite bookstore. Tweet out like a picture or an Instagram, whatever, like your local bookstore. If you're in it or outside of it, just want to take a picture. That'd be kind of fun. So we yeah. can give some shout out to those who are open and man, that'd be uh, fun. So I, I am, I'm with you this weekend. I will do the same and tag at malcontent pod what's our i don't know what's our twitter again <laughs> that's it remember. is that it malcontents pod malcontents pod i should probably know that yeah i'm not a very good with the socials so there you go I'm <laughs> with the so, twitters i'm not a so sh- like it's the outsiders mm. Mm. are you agree you're, Dave, you're a good so sh- you're really oh. good at gifts um that yeah that's that's it that's my own. i know that's funny but that's um, all you need to be good at the soch is the my, gift usage my boss here keeps reminding me that i seem to be good at that he hasn't mm-hmm. praised me about anything else so far just that i'm good with adding gifts to the conversation on email and text with our team i've been so told I, that i have that skill and it made me very proud i'm very proud yeah. to, to, have, to be able to do that yeah. So I wrote that down. I actually screenshot, you know, whenever he's praised me that way, because I figured that would come in <laughs> handy for my annual review. Frame it, put it on your wall whenever yeah, you're having have, a down day. I'm have, you get- added, have you added it to your LinkedIn profile? Uh, <laughs> no, but that's a great, great idea. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put out the vibe that I'm looking though, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want that, right? <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not in these uncertain times, no. Not in these uncertain times, no. 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 <laughs> so one of the big things that we are obviously looking looking forward to with Nashville reopening is going into our local bookstores. Um, Scarlett, you have you you went into Books a Million. What was that like for you? It was it was so good. I went by myself. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, there no weren't kids, very many people. Everything. No kids. Yeah, no. I just I went. What, what sections did I go? I went into so many sections. I was looking for um, a copy of the Prodigal God gift to my mm-hmm. dad for his birthday, and yeah, I had trouble finding it because Tim Keller's books were kind of in a lot of different spots, which was kind of weird. But um, yeah, spent some time in the Christian Living section, in the Biography section rabbit section there's not a rabbit section not um, yet not yet there was one <laughs> rabbit book but, so yeah, scarlett when are you when are you going to start writing your rabbit book well i have um quite a few projects i'm working on right now mm-hmm. so rabbit the rabbit idea is on the shelf and i don't have a whole lot to say about rabbits yet <laughs> okay and i'm listen i'm really not an animal person i feel like Anyone who listens to this thinks I'm some sort of animal person. I'm really not. Um, it's, we've done a two-year farming experiment and mm-hmm. had lots of animals. And our farming, our farmhouse is once again on the market. So if you talk to me in a few episodes, I may no longer be an animal person. But we're keeping Puffy the bunny. We're keeping her. Nice. Nice. All this See, to say, it was a great experience in the bookstore. <laughs> good. 
Good. You know, I do think that there's still an opportunity here for you to to branch out into a different market, um, which is to to actually write bunny an, novels. Uh, n- well, not just bunny novels, but to do like kids, like a kids book around your experiences with farm animals. No. So including Chicken Dave Schrader the third being that would be fun, but being eaten. <laughs> By, by Barnabas the raccoon. By, raccoon Barnabas. That's right. <laughs> raccoon Barnabas. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to write animal books. I don't think I'm going to write kid books. I would like to write a novel again someday that doesn't get okay. rejected by the whole world. But <laughs> well, you know, it won't get rejected by us. So no. Okay. Thanks. We will, we will. We, we will critique it though. I mean, but no, oh, that's, no. that's what friends okay. do. That's we'll what friends give, do. Yeah. We give pointers. I don't know. Dave okay. will do that. I'll just give you praise. <laughs> no. I'm I'm really no. just looking for praise. So okay, all right, fine, we can do that too. Yeah, <laughs> yep. no, no, but seriously, do your uh, do your kids all like Peter Rabbit and all those stories? I don't know that I've read Peter Rabbit. You know what they like, and what I love is all the Beatrix Potter books. That's Peter Rabbit, right? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. then yeah. Sorry, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the the where you can buy them in those little the tiny little volumes. I love uh, reading those to the girls. I don't do a good British accent, but I I do okay. it. Because yeah. you have to when you're reading those books. Oh yeah, I had a friend Martin who did a uh, uh, this kind of series with Beatrix Potter books. You know, having a lady do a wonderful you know British accent with it, and uh, it was semi animated. It wasn't fully animated, but they kind of took flat images, and so you could create motion along with the read aloud, and it was great. It was fun. The kid I love those books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was very fun. Yeah, we're we're big fan. We were big fans of those books when our kids were little. Um, I I still remember the original versions, which included, uh, which usually included the kids getting switched at the end. Oh so, wow! Sure, sure. Yep, yep. That's usually how they, those books resolved in uh, <laughs> resolved themselves. Is is that the troublemaker rab- rabbit children uh, got a whooping? Yeah. Good times. Did y'all read um the Sandra Boynton books to your kids? Those were my favorite because they're funny. Sandra Boynton. Uh, what are they called? There, I mean, there's so many of them, but they're you know animal characters. My favorite one is called "But Not the Hippopotamus." I mean, I could probably recite it to you, but it's like the whole book. It's all these animals and they're hanging out, and it's like a frog and a hog cavort by the bog, but not the hippopotamus. And it's like everything they're doing, the hippopotamus is left out, and then at the very end. Um, the hippopotamus is finally included, and then it says, "But not the armadillo," which is just funny. Never mind. Yes. You need yeah. to read it. They're I, all I, like I, that, though. They're I funny. Rem- I remember it now. Yes, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I do. Thank now that you were <laughs> you recited that so well. I'm not. It's the whole I'm not book. good at you know when something's really funny in a movie or book, and then you try to recap it, and it's not funny at all. That's how. That's what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think it was fun. That was great. Um, what about uh, Watership Down? Have you read that? Not familiar. Aaron has. Okay. I, it's the one thing I'm so intimidated by is that it's a children's book, but it's incredibly long. Right? It's like 400, 500 pages long. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a sorry. beast. Yeah. I, I. That's what's made me kind of pause before it's reading really it. I think good, I got um, the library ones. It's really good. Okay. I've heard it's wonderful. I just, yeah. uh, I don't know. I thought, yeah. oh, this would be fun to read with the kids. And I'm like, I'm not reading a 500 page book out loud to them. <laughs> That's way too much. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> That's all but right. It's, but it's worth it though. I've heard it. It's been recommended for years. It's been around forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. For a long Seven, time. 70s or something like that. I think it was yeah. written. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. I think writing a children's book, I, I, when I was doing some freelance stuff for HarperCollins before I started writing books that were my ideas, they were giving me opportunities to do like, I did a gift book and then they said, do you want to try to do this kid's book? And they gave me like a title and I was supposed to try. It was the hardest thing I've ever tried to do. I sent them, it was something about dinosaurs eating dinner and nice. it was so bad. It wasn't good. I don't know. There's like a very, there you, if there's a skill to writing for kids and I don't have it. Writing for kids is really, really hard. Like it's ridiculously hard just because you have to try to be, um, you have to balance cleverness with clarity, um, to the nth degree, um, and make it really tight sentences. So, and something different and interesting, you know, like just saying dinosaurs are eating dinner is not a good, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I I mean, this is why it's like guys like Mo Willems, um, well, they deserve a medal because they just write great kids' books all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mo Willems are just fun. I loved, you know, we, and there's so many, I know he's, he's, he's created so many more since, but I think oh, we probably have 20 of those books. I mean, well worth the purchase because we read them so many times mm-hmm. and we would give them as gifts and so on too. Yeah. So that's a that's a great series. Yeah. Yeah. Nuffle Bunny is uh we, we yes. just got a friend of mine, um a friend of ours, their their daughter just turned two. And so we got a cop- copy of Nuffle Bunny for for them and uh for her birthday. And it was a big hit with both uh b- both the two year old and the four year old. So Um, and they, and they immediately recognized just this one scene where they get back from the laundromat and, um, you know, the daughter, um, the daughter in the story is freaking out and crying and miserable and because Nuffle Bunny is, isn't with her. And, um, and as soon as they get home, you know, the mom's first reaction is where's Nuffle Bunny. And then the dad just goes, (gasps) And gets that, mm-hmm. that, that like that, oh no face. And, um, the, it was funny just cause they recognized that in like that as being very true to life. So mm-hmm. it was, it was fun. It was fun. So I had a stuffed animal I loved when I was little named Googles and my SWAT team adoptive dad would have her dying in some creative way every time I got home from school and it was like this funny joke. And I've told people as an adult, like, ha, it's so funny. And people make like kind of horrified faces, but it was so funny. It was like, <laughs> it wasn't like graphic horrors or anything. I would just have to find Googles and see what kind. I don't think we should keep this in. <laughs> the looks on your faces are what I'm talking about. It was funny. He was a hot guy. I was old enough. I wasn't like four. I was yeah. like eight. Well, that's fine. Yeah. We're leaving that in. It was dark, dark comedy. <laughs> I'm good. Look, look, I, I had a lot of dark comedy in, in, in my childhood. It's fine. The sad thing about Google's was she got infested with bugs and we had to get rid of her. Oh, I yeah. see. All right. So let, let's go back to things here. Right. So what if there is a, uh, a bunny that's adopted by the SWAT team? Okay. <laughs> the bunny can talk. Mm. Okay. And this is my book idea. 
Yeah, this yes. is your, yeah, yeah. We're workshopping okay. your idea. <laughs> you know, my SWAT team dad has held the bunny. It's I have a picture. It's, I love that's the it. cover. See, that's the yeah, cover. That needs this to is, that needs to go on our Instagram. Yeah. yeah. This this, this week. is this is I'll ask him permission. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is gold here. Um <laughs> he's a, here's the thing. He's so funny. He's such a funny guy. He's like deadpan, serious, but so funny and sweet. And he's he was on the SWAT team, so he's like he's sixty something, and he's so like intimidating of a presence to see because he's really he's like a V shape superhero, mm -hmm. you know, muscular. But then when yeah. you talk to him, he's so sweet and funny, but I bet. deadpan no, serious. The pictures you've shown of him, I'm like <laughs> he's going to murder me. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> but I want to hug him as well. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you want to hug I, yeah. him? Yeah. So yeah. okay, that's that's good. No, but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, just uh, just throw that out for consideration. I thought, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, talking okay. bunny with a SWAT team. Only the SWAT team can hear the bunny, though. That's what makes it. Wow. Yes, the mm. bunny is bunny yeah. is uh, is usually it's not it's not usually brave, but the SWAT team <laughs> helps them out, and thus the bunny helps the SWAT team out too. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with that. And then the bunny is the first one in the door in the drug bust. That's right. Yes. yes. Okay. I got <laughs> Take it. Take the door down. The bunny often. No, I got it. And then the bunny encounters in Miami, a cocaine sniffing <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> We're going to call him Tony Montana uh, just because he's in Miami. Um, you know, he's, he's the Scarface Tony Montana. He's a raccoon. We, but we're basing it on a character we know in the Nashville area. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Without the cocaine sniffing, I just I'm just trying to like play off this kind of yeah, it's you know, a 1980s it's good uh, and evil bunny yes. versus um, versus yeah. raccoon as yeah. yes. Okay, nice. so I like it. You've wait. given me a lot to think over. I have a lot of of things projects I'm supposed to be giving my my time to, but I think I I might need to. Yeah, bring this one to the forefront, and I think so. Get on this. This My is a solid afternoon, guys. This, this is, and I can't wait to see the title of this podcast that Aaron comes up with too. His I know, I'm really nervous. I feel like I'm going to have to call my dad and be like, "Daddy, I just want to warn you. There's a podcast coming out. We talked a little bit about you uh, murdering my uh, platypus." Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a platypus? That's yeah, it was better. a pink platypus. Oh. Can't murder a platypus. That's no good. Man. Yeah. Gosh. Haven't they suffered enough just by the way they look? Oh man, I guess. Good grief. Wow. Okay. All, All right. right. Well. Well, you know, we've got a we've got another couple of questions here to discuss, guys. Okay, let's go. A couple of important right. ones. Go. So, um, first, I just want to say I got to go to McKay's the other the other week for the first time since March. Wow, and it How was that? glorious. Are they are they like stocked up on good stuff or not at all? Like um, what's they've still got a lot of stuff there, but um, but there was a lot of the really good stuff that I that I didn't see. So. You're listening to Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Scarlett Hildebeidel talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as always are Scarlett and Dave. How are you guys doing? 
Um, well, you, you are in a different city right now, right? Um, I am. Even though we're going to talk about Nashville and this whole area reopening, but uh, but you sound like you've escaped. So uh, what is that like? What's it like in the, the another state right now? It's been so nice because yeah, we we were hunkered down for a long time, and this week um, or we when did we leave? We left a few days ago. Um, we're working from South Carolina, visiting family at the same time. So a change of setting, still staying indoors, but in a different house with um, Brandon's family. So it's been it's been a nice change of scenery. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. My, uh, you know, we've got a vacation in a few weeks. Finally, I mean, it, it's been hard to plan more than a few weeks out from this because you know, just not knowing, hey, what if you go somewhere, what's going to be open? How open will it be? Um, you know, just, just you kind of want to know what's the experience going to be like, especially for kids. And uh, so, yeah, we're not that you know rolling the dice a few weeks now. It's more just like, all right, but that was about as a month ahead is about as far ahead as you can plan right now. I, I feel like um, maybe but two kudos weeks for you, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. Even a week right now. Um, you go back a few weeks ago, it was even harder. And I felt like, man, I still trapped. I mean, at least the weather's been nice um, and making the most of it. But uh, yeah, you know, we, uh, we started um, reading aloud. I've been reading aloud wing feather saga to the, to the kids. That is actually, required reading for Madeline's school next year, which is kind really? of cool. And uh, I know it's, cool. it's, summer, it's summer reading. It's, you know, they, they give them a variety. So I thought, you know, I've never read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I thought this would be fun. I said, I want to read it aloud actually to you all. So, so even though it's for my older daughter um, going into seventh grade, my younger has been joining in as well. So it's been kind of fun, something a little bit different. We, We'll do that occasionally. I will read to them individually sometimes when it's something that's fun, but uh, I think everyone gets to enjoy this one. I tell you, that is a tough one to read aloud. I, mean, I, I watched some of Andrew Peterson's. If anyone watched Andrew Peterson do Facebook Lives, every, he did it every night for like a month and a half, right? I mean, And he it did was, it with that fancy accent too. Yeah. <laughs> so the characters and the places that he writes about, it, it's like reading Tolkien. Um, it's very difficult to say these things because only he kind of knows how to pronounce them. And uh, I've kind of mumbled through some of them <laughs> or it's made me realize that the reason audiobook readers have to read slow is because they need to pronunciate carefully for any of us who are going to speed it up to 1.5, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I've, but I've realized, oh, I can't read this at the speed that I want. I need to just go slow and even like pause to say something accurately. See, I'm, I'm slowing down right now so I can hear myself uh, say these things. But, uh, but that's been really fun and challenging uh, at the same time. But the kids have enjoyed it and it's not it's not the genre they they love as much as i thought um i mean again like it, it, it that that is a that's not a bad thing it's not something they find genres that they do enjoy but um they they like it they just don't love it as much but i think they've had a lot of fun so well yeah. they, you might find that they get into it uh the farther you go like so are you just still in the early bits of book one? Oh, um yeah i'm page 17 oh okay. <laughs> we so started, you got time. We started we started a couple of days ago. We thought, let's do a chapter or two a night because that takes to read a chapter of six pages out loud. That takes 20 minutes or something like that. I mean, 
they've got like 40 minutes in them to do it. So a couple chapters seems to be the max right now. And that's, that's fine. Then they're like, can we watch a Hallmark movie, dad? <laughs> no, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. All right, Aaron. So, uh, Sorry, sorry, I'm hijacking this from the beginning. So, Aaron, they have gotten into their first binge watch <laughs> show. Really? And it what is. is it? It's a Hallmark show. Uh, this is this is this is my wife and daughters, and mm. it's it's the Canadian show When Calls the Heart. <laughs> <It is. laughs> don't don't knock it. Your employer I saw was promoting the DVDs the other day. So, <laughs> were we? Yeah. Yeah, I, I laughed. I sent it to Rachel Shaver. I said, oh, this is hilarious. You guys are selling this thing. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's very, I mean, of course, the, the show is exactly what it is. It's love. It's, 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 it's the uh, Western frontier of Canada in the 19-teens, I think. I, I was trying mm. to that piece it together. Right. They're being introduced to automobiles. So I guess early, early Early fifties, yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave, how old are your daughters? Uh, they're ten and twelve. Oh, <laughs> I know you're. <laughs> I'm feeling the judgment. Just go for it. Uh, you know, this is no. not a judgment-free podcast. No, no, it's, oh. yeah, it's not judgment-free, but I'm not judging. No, but it's uh, you know, so uh, the uh, one of the actresses in it is Lori Loughlin. Uh, who is going to jail, uh, better known as Aunt, Be- Aunt Becky from Full House. Prison Aunt Becky. Thank Prison you. Aunt Becky. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was so funny. The kids um, screamed out. This is a few months ago, and they started watching it. But um, no, they're watching Full House then. And they're like, Dad, Aunt Becky's going to, Aunt Becky's going to jail? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she she probably will be going to jail for a bit. She could buy her way out, but then again, that's why she's here. So that's why she's going to jail. Um, yeah, why she's going to jail. See, in my house, if any of our kids said anything about um Aunt Becky going to jail, immediately I would be like, What? Why is my sister going to jail? Because my sister's Uh-oh. named Do you Becky. Have an Aunt Becky. No. <laughs> they actually have an Aunt Becky. She's not going to jail. She has no criminal record, just for Good. the record, everybody. <laughs> Good job, Aunt Becky. Yes, I love it. But um, so apparently the fans of the show are called Hearties. So, Aaron, this is this is what's <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna wow. hate. They're gonna hate that I talked about this on the podcast. By the way, I know I'm gonna be in trouble on this one. I'm gonna be honest. Are they gonna <laughs> listen to it? <laughs> Um, no, they won't, but they're okay, going to, go. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to ask me what we talked about. I'm like, oh, you don't no. have to tell them everything. That's I think true. this falls into the banter at the beginning. It doesn't count as an actual okay. topic. All right. It's good to know. We are in the six, loophole. seven minutes. That's six, right. Seven That's minutes. right. This is a gray area. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you asked what's going on. That is what's going on. That's okay. what happened when Nashville reopened. <laughs> We start watching this show. See, this is a cry for help. This is the result of it being closed for so long. No, no, and and this started, yeah, at the beginning of all all the shutdown, and it's just continuing on. No, so they're actually watching it again. Aaron, I feel like culturally, you need to watch this. uh, You know, I I lived it. I'm fine. You lived it. But I oh, lived the, on the, the prairies in the, the 1920s. Love, the, love, the love interest is a Mountie, and he wears his full uniform. 
I've also noticed that the Mountie garb has not changed uh, in the past hundred years. It's true. Uh, and uh, it just kind of, you know, when, when we talk with Drew Dick about this, um, it's like when we start talking about Canada, I just start laughing. And because I imagine, <laughs> I imagine SNL comedy in Second City, and I also think of Mounties. Oh, and, <laughs> and Strange Brew, the movie and TV As show. As you should. Um, which is so good. And, um, but yeah, the Mounties, I just feel like, I, I mean, can you take them seriously? I mean, I, they're, they're police, right? So I, I, I just, I, I don't want to get into my, <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging a hole. I'm looking at pictures of the, um, of the show. There's Aunt Becky. Yes, there's Aunt Becky. Oh, and so when Aunt Becky gets, uh, starts going to trial in real life. Lori Laughlin, apparently she just disappears from the show. Like they had such an uncomfortable write-off of the character. It's like she had to go back East <laughs> to address family <laughs> issues. <laughs> David's doing air quotes, listeners. Uh, yes. That's right. That's, that's, uh, you know, those are the, that's whenever I have issues, they're going to um, use those same kind of air quotes at my employers. Saying yeah. Aaron had to go back north to deal with family <laughs> issues. Deal with family issues. Family <laughs> issues. Oh. Okay, so writing off characters. Let's go into this. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good. No, oh. actually, that's a, that's a legitimate one. I wanted let's talk about writing off characters. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. Before we do that, Aaron, we haven't asked how you're really doing. How are you doing emotionally? So how are you really doing emotionally? How am I really doing? As a Canadian, as a Canadian, as a Canadian living Canadian, in the South. Yes. Yeah. Um, the podcast answer is fine. Um, the real <laughs> answer, of course, is it's it's been kind of a kind of a rough week. Um, just lots of stuff going on. I don't want to bore everybody with it. So and some of it I just can't talk about, but um, at least not. You might publicly. need a pet bunny rabbit. That really helps. <sighs> I'm not gonna be a bunny person. I'm sorry. No. You or, never know. I didn't no. think I would be either, but look at me now. No, I nah, no, no rabbits. No Quarantine rabbits. I can't do it. Can lead people to do unexpected things. That's certainly true, but I think my unexpected thing would be, you know, shaving a reverse mohawk into my son's hair. Um, Did you do that? <laughs> not yet, but I've threatened oh. it a couple of times. It's not a bad idea. Try yeah. it out. It's summertime, so you know you can come back fresh in the fall. Yeah, yeah. But specifically, just a, a completely bald strip down, right down the middle. That's wow. that's that's, uh, that's what I have uh, have said. Hey, guy, you know, let's be careful, or we're gonna have oh, wow. to do this. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, that is naturally <laughs> what I have. So you, listen, <laughs> you just need to. Uh, and tell him, said, let me let me show you let me show you what giving up on life looks like. Let me show you my co-host Dave. All right, he uh, he just kind of stopped trying, and 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 this is what we get. I don't right think here, that's right? how how hair works. I don't think you stop trying to no, grow but, hair. No, but I was I, I was sending messages back uh, back and forth with my barber. We have we have a <laughs> we set a Facebook. You text your barber. No, I don't have a cell phone. I wish I did, but I, I do on Facebook. We're friends, so we'll send just direct messages that way. And uh, I just said, hey, I need to update you. I did two haircuts on my own while you, <laughs> while you were gone, and, I, and my wife did one time. My marriage is struggling. Help. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, 
Yeah, he's like, he's like, I just said, I look homeless right now. I need you. I need, I need you to go back to work, and for so many reasons. And uh, so he's he's excited. He's like, yeah, that seems to be the theme with my clients. Um, so yeah, so tell everyone son, looks homeless. <laughs> okay, I I look homeless. It's okay right now, but. I don't know what it looks like from behind because, you know, when you're trying to, sh- when you're trying to do an electric razor back there with like a side yeah. mirror, it just, <laughs> it doesn't can. work. It doesn't work. So I can't wear a hat here at work, but around town I'm, I'm hat guy. So mm. yeah. Hat oh, well. guy. I like um, that. Aaron, I have a question. I have a question. Yes. How many um, publishing related one minute videos did you record this week? This week I haven't recorded any, but on June 8th I do another 31. Wow. Oh. Man. Yep. Yep. And then I'm all done. Then I'm all done recording that project. Cool. So by the time they all release finish releasing sometime in 2021, um, they will uh like I'll look nothing like what what's in those images. So yay. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett, so I've noticed that um, you and your bunny rabbit have become oh, this somewhat, again? no, have become somewhat like a character we can kind of poke at in the way you poke at me with my cats. I I've don't noticed, poke at you, Dave. No, I no, mean, no, maybe no, I no, 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 no. I've noticed what, what Aaron and, and Barnabas joined in last week to kind of poke at. So it's like you and farm animals, me with cats. And yeah. uh, um, so I No, this is what's called deflection, Dave. You're hoping for something (laughs) that isn't going to happen. Okay. Well, um, as we are recording this right now, um, one of our (laughs) four cats um, is being spayed at the moment. And uh, so pray for sweet little Mimi. She will not be the same Mimi uh, in about an hour from now. It's probably for the best. But That's what's keeping I, you from having 37 cats. It, yes. And <laughs> um, there's nothing more awkward than a cat in heat jumping on top of you while you're trying to like watch television. So I'm just going to wow. put that out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want that. So Mimi is going to be a new Mimi uh, in, in an hour. So my hey. friends, Scarlett's like, oh my Lord. I- okay. Guess what though, Dave? What? I have already made some phone calls about getting Puffy the bunny spayed in a few months. So As you should. So where does that happen? That's not at a vet clinic. That's somewhere else. That's a very it? private, personal question. <laughs> there are. Oh my goodness. There are certain vets who will do it. And um, the thing with bunnies is, so we only have one. But if you don't get them spayed, they get all sorts of reproductive cancers because, you know, bunnies reproduce a ton. So if you're not letting them reproduce, then their bodies kind of go crazy. So that's the reason people spay female bunnies. Okay. I'm a rabbit expert now. so No, you, you seem to, to know a lot about these things. And you know what? That's what happens when you have lots <laughs> of farm animals and you have lots of cats. We all talk about these things. So. Um, uh, so while you were doing that, I was texting my sister who is a veterinarian because I didn't know the answer. Sarah, do you, uh, do you spay or neuter bunnies? Uh, uh, so I'll update everyone on when I get that answer. She could be doing that right now. I don't want to get into that. If she does, then I will maybe give her a call because that's, uh, that sounds, that sounds fine. You know, we had a, uh, my, (laughs) my, my daughter's soccer coach was having like their poor dog was having these, uh, uh, 
seizures and they didn't feel like they were getting good answers from their current vet. And I think they established a bad relationship with the vet. So they felt like they needed to go elsewhere. I offered to say, you can talk to my sister anytime. She loves helping out. The problem is she's in Indianapolis area. So, mm-hmm. so I thought, oh, they're just going to make a phone call and talk to my sister or FaceTime and she can like do a consult okay. that way. Um, legally, there's some things she can't do, uh, you know, prescribe anything because it's out mm-hmm. of state. But, uh, but she, uh, <laughs> they drove up with their dog to see my no sister. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, even in the middle of COVID. Uh, wow. Wow. So they love their dog clearly, but, um, so yeah, anytime y'all need some, you know, animal consult, my sister is kind of a <laughs> go-to, you know. I'll, I'll give you her cell phone. She's used All to right. it. Yeah. I don't know about bunnies. We'll update you. This would be exciting updates on the podcast, real time updates. So there you go. <laughs> this is why people listen to the table of malcontents Absolutely. for bunny updates and information. Pet advice. This is what we do guys. We're, uh, that's why that's that's why I threw in a little note about kind of reading books at the beginning, just to say, hey, we talked about books. You we know, talked I appreciate about books, that. But we're I really that. here to talk yeah. about. Um, we're here for the animals. Rabbit, what is it called again? Rabbit spaying. That's why we're really here. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Hundred percent. All right. Well, on that note, this has been a great show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, no, so let's uh, let's 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 awkwardly transition into our real topics for today. How about that? Yeah, there's no other way to do it. Just no, just, go just for awkward. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the progress I made last week, all right out the window. Uh, so, uh, but here's a know, transition. Rabbits can't read, but you know who can read? Humans. That's true. That's true. I, you know, <laughs> unless they're anthropomorphized rabbits in books, oh, and wow. then they can oh, read too. Oh wow! Here we go. <laughs> Oh, uh, there we go. Is, Those are the only kind of strange. rabbits I'm down for. Is now you can read rabbits while holding books. a rabbit, but a rabbit can't. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can you read to your, a rabbit? Your awkward transition was better than my awkward transition. <laughs> <laughs> was it though? Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Okay. So we are all very excited because we are somewhere in phase two, two and a half, one and three quarters of the potential of Nashville reopening fully. You know, some stores are starting to open up again. Bookstores are opening. I went into Books a Million last week. Very fun. Nice. I picked up a rabbit book. It's called Rabbits for Dummies. I picked it up. I thumbed through it. Nice. (laughs) Wait, Rabbits for Dummies, like just learning about rabbits or like how to have one as a pet? Like what kind of book is that? Just like, you know, the For Dummies series, just complete rabbit information. Rabbits? I just thought through it. I was just so happy to be in a bookstore. I just picked up a lot of books and just looked at them, walked around. It was amazing. Okay. That's, that's encouraging. So I noticed Parnassus was not open yet. They're doing like pickup orders still. Yeah, there's, they're not, doing not. pickup and online and that's about well, it right south now. Of Nashville. South of Nashville has started opening up sooner than Nashville. That's true. Very true. Um, but you're right. I need to go. Barnes and Noble's right down the street from my office. So I need to go check that out too. And it is open. I was there the other day. Okay. Do you have to wear a mask in there? Do they require that? Uh, They they do want you to wear a mask. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they ask that you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners out there, let us know, uh, you know what, actually this'd be fun. Tweet, uh, do, do this for like your favorite bookstore. Tweet out like a picture or an Instagram, whatever, like your local bookstore. If you're in it or outside of it, just want to take a picture. That'd be kind of fun. So we yeah. can give some shout outs to those who are open and 
man, that would be uh, fun. So I, I am, I'm with you this weekend. I will do the same and tag at Malcontent Pod. What's our I don't know. What's our Twitter again? <laughs> That's it. Is that it? Malcontents Pod. Malcontents Pod. I should probably know that. Yeah, I'm not a very good with the socials. So there you go. I'm <laughs> with the so- Twitters. I'm not a social like it's the outsiders. Mm. Mm. Are you a greaser? Dave, you're a good social. You're really oh. good at gifts. Um, that, yeah, that's that's it. That's my own. I know. That's funny. But um, that's all you need to be good at the social is the my, gift usage. My boss here keeps reminding me that I seem to be good at that. He hasn't mm-hmm. praised me about anything else so far. Just that I'm good with adding gifts to the conversation on email and text with our team. I've been so told I, that I have that skill and it made me very proud. I'm very proud yeah. to, to be able to do that. Yeah. So I wrote that down. I actually screenshot, you know, whenever he's praised me that way, because I figured that would come in <laughs> handy for my annual review. Frame it, put it on your wall whenever yeah, you're having I've, a down day. I'm have, you added, have you added it to your LinkedIn profile? <laughs> uh, no, but that's a great, great idea. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put out the vibe that I'm looking though, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want that, right? <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not in these uncertain times, no. Not in these uncertain times, no. no. So, so one of the big things that we are obviously looking looking forward to with Nashville reopening is going into our local bookstores. Um, Scarlett, you have you you went into Books a Million. What was that like for you? It was it was so good. I went by myself. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, there no weren't kids, very many people. Everything. No kids. Yeah, no. I just I went. What, what sections did I go? I went into so many sections. I was looking for um, a copy of the Prodigal God to give to my mm-hmm. dad for his birthday, and yeah, I had trouble finding it because Tim Keller's books were kind of in a lot of different oh. spots, which was kind of weird. But um, yeah, spent some time in the Christian Living section, in the Biography section. Rabbit section. There's not a rabbit section. Not um, yet. Not yet. There was one <laughs> rabbit book. But, so yeah, Scarlett, when are you when are you gonna start writing your rabbit book? Well, I have um quite a few projects I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. So rabbit the rabbit idea is on the shelf. And I don't have a whole lot to say about rabbits yet. <laughs> okay. And I'm listen, I'm really not an animal person. I feel like Anyone who listens to this thinks I'm some sort of animal person. I'm really not. Um, it's, we've done a two-year farming experiment and mm-hmm. had lots of animals. And our farming, our farmhouse is once again on the market. So if you talk to me in a few episodes, I may no longer be an animal person. But we're keeping Puffy the bunny. We're keeping her. Nice. Nice. All this See, to say, it was a great experience in the bookstore. <laughs> good. Good. You know, I do think that there's still an opportunity here for you to to branch out into a different market, um, which is to, to actually write bunny an, novels. Uh, n- well, not just bunny novels, but to do like kids, like a kid's book around your experiences with farm animals. No. So including Chicken Dave Schrader, the third being that would be fun but being eaten by, by barnabas the raccoon <laughs> raccoon barnabas that's right raccoon barnabas yeah i don't think i'm going to write animal books i don't think i'm going to write kid books i would like to write a novel again someday that doesn't get okay. rejected by the whole world but well you know it won't get rejected by us so no okay thanks we will you we'll, we'll critique it though i mean but no, oh, that's, no. that's what friends okay. do that's we'll what friends give, do yeah we we'll give pointers i don't know <laughs> 
Dave okay. will do that. I'll just give you praise. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm really no. just looking for praise. So, okay. All right, fine. We can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, do your, uh, do your kids all like Peter rabbit and all those stories? I don't know that I've read Peter rabbit. You know what they like? And what I love is all the Beatrix Potter books. That's Peter rabbit, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. Sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the, where you can buy them in those little, the tiny little volumes. I love yeah. reading those to the girls. I don't do a good British accent, but I, I do okay. it because yeah. you have to when you're reading those books. Oh, yeah. I have a friend who did a, uh, uh, this kind of series with Beatrix Potter books, you know, having a lady do a wonderful, you know, British accent with it. And uh, it was semi-animated. It wasn't fully animated, but they kind of took flat images. And so you could create motion along with the read aloud. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It was fun. The kid I and, love those books. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was, uh, it was very fun. Yeah, we're we're big fan. We were big fans of those books when our kids were little. Um, I I still remember the original versions, which included, uh, which usually included the kids getting switched at the end. Oh so, wow! <laughs> sure, sure. Yep, yep. That's usually how they, those books resolved in uh, <laughs> resolved themselves. Is is that the troublemaker rab- rabbit children? Uh, got a whooping. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Got a whooping. Oh, Did y'all read um the Sandra Boynton books to your kids? Those were my favorite because they're funny. Sandra Boynton. Uh, what are they called? There, I mean, there's so many of them, but they're, you know, animal characters. My favorite one is called, but not the hippopotamus. I mean, I could probably recite it to you, but it's like the whole book. It's all these animals and they're hanging out and it's like a frog and a hog cavort by the bog, but not the hippopotamus. And it's like everything they're doing, the hippopotamus is left out. And then at the very end, um, the hippopotamus is finally included. And then it says, but not the armadillo, which is just funny. Never mind. Yes. You need yeah. to read it. They're I, all I, like that, though. They're funny. I, rem- I remember it now. Yes, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I do. Thank now that you were <laughs> you recited that so well. I'm not, it's the whole I'm book. not good at you know when something's really funny in a movie or book, and then you try to recap it, and it's not funny at all. That's how. That's what I just did. <laughs> I think it, I think it was fun. That was great. Um, what about uh, Watership Down? Have you read that? Not familiar. Mm-hmm. Aaron has. Okay, I, it's. The one thing I'm so intimidated by is that it's a children's book, but it's incredibly long, right? It's like 400, 500 pages long, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's a sorry. beast. Yeah, I, I, that's what's made me kind of pause before it's reading really it. I think good, I got the library ones. It's really good. Okay, I've heard it's wonderful. I just, yeah. uh, I don't know. I thought, yeah. oh, this would be fun to read with the kids. And I'm like, I'm not reading a 500-page book out loud to them. <laughs> That's way too much. Uh, <laughs> That's all right. But it's, but it's worth it though. I've heard it. It's been recommended for years. It's been around forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. For a long Seven, time. 70s or something like that. I think it was yeah. written. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. I think writing a children's book, I, I when I was doing some freelance stuff for HarperCollins before I started writing books that were my ideas, they were giving me opportunities to do like, I did a gift book and then they said, do you want to try to do this kid's book. And they gave me like a title and I was supposed to try. It was the hardest thing I've ever tried to do. I sent them, it was something about dinosaurs eating dinner and nice. it was so bad. It wasn't good. I don't know. There's like a very, there you, if there's a skill to writing for kids and I don't have it. Writing for kids is really, really hard. Like it's ridiculously hard just because you have to try to be, um, 
You have to balance cleverness with clarity um, to the nth degree um, and make it really tight sentences. So and something different and interesting, you know, like just saying dinosaurs are eating dinner is not a good, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this is why it's like guys like Mo Willems. Um, well, they deserve a medal because they just write great kids books all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mo Willems are just fun. I loved, you know, we, and there's so many, I know he's, he's, he's created so many more since, but I think, Oh, we probably have 20 of those books. I mean, well worth the purchase because we read them so many mm -hmm. times and we would give them as gifts and so on too. Yeah. So that's a, that's a great series. Yeah. Yeah. Nuffle bunny is, uh, we, we yes. just got a friend of mine, um, a friend of ours, their, their daughter just turned two. And so we got a copy of Nuffle bunny for, for them and uh for her birthday and it was a big hit with both uh both the two-year-old and the four-year-old so um mm -hmm. and they and they immediately recognized just this one scene where they get back from the laundromat and um you know the daughter it um the daughter in the story is freaking out and crying and miserable and because Nuffle Bunny is isn't with her. And um, and as soon as they get home, you know, the mom's first reaction is, where's Nuffle Bunny? And then the dad just goes <gasps> and gets that 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 like that. Oh, no face. And um, the, it was funny just because they recognized that in like that as being very true to life. So mm. it was it was fun. It was fun. So. I had a stuffed animal I loved when I was little named Googles and my SWAT team adoptive dad would have her dying in some creative way every time I got home from school. And it was like this funny joke. And I've told people as an adult, like, haha, it's so funny. And people make like kind of horrified faces, but it was so funny. It was like, <laughs> it wasn't like graphic horrors or anything. I would just have to find Googles and see what kind I don't think we should keep this in. <laughs> the looks on your faces are what I'm talking about. It was funny. He was a hot guy. I was old enough. I wasn't like four. I was yeah. like eight. Well, that's fine. Yeah, we're leaving that in. It was dark, dark comedy. <laughs> I'm good. Look, look. I, I had a lot of dark comedy in 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 my childhood. It's fine. The sad thing about Google's was she got infested with bugs, and we had to get rid of her. Oh. I yeah. see. All right. So let, let's go back to things here. Right. So what if there is a, uh, a bunny that's adopted by the SWAT team? Okay. <laughs> the bunny can talk. Mm. Okay. And this is my book idea. Yeah. This yes. is your, yeah. Yeah. We're workshopping okay. your idea. Which you know, my SWAT team dad has held the bunny. It's, I have a picture. It's, I love that's the it. cover. See, that's the yeah, cover. That needs this to, is, that needs to go on our Instagram. Yeah. yeah. This this, this is this is what the, permission. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is gold here. Um, <laughs> he's a, here's the thing. He's so funny. He's such a funny guy. He's like deadpan, serious, but so funny and sweet. And he's he was on the SWAT team, so he's like he's sixty something, and he's so like intimidating of a presence to see because he's really he's like a V shape superhero, mm -hmm. you know, muscular. But then yeah. when you talk to him, he's so sweet and funny. But I bet no, serious. the pictures you've shown of him, I'm <laughs> like, he's going to murder me. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> did I want to hug him as well? Yeah, exactly. I, I, you want to hug I, yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. That's, that's good. 
No, but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, just uh, just throw that out for consideration. I thought, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, talking okay. bunny with a SWAT team. Only the SWAT team can hear the bunny, though. That's what makes it. Wow. Yes, the mm-hmm. bunny is bunny mm-hmm. is uh, is usually it's not it's not usually brave, but the SWAT team <laughs> helps them out, and thus the bunny helps the SWAT team out too. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with that. And then, the bunny is the first one in the door in the drug bust. That's right. Yes. yes. Okay, I got <laughs> Take it. Take the door down. The bunny hops in. No, I got it. And then the bunny encounters in Miami a cocaine sniffing <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> We're gonna call him Tony Montana uh, just because he's in Miami. Um, you know, he's he's the Scarface Tony Montana. He's a raccoon. We, but we're basing it on a character we know in the Nashville area. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Without the cocaine sniffing, I just I'm just trying to like play off this kind of yeah, it's uh, 19, a 1980s it's good uh, and evil bunny yes. versus um, versus yeah. raccoon as yeah. yes. Okay, nice. so, I like it. You've given me a lot to think over. I have a lot of of things projects I'm supposed to be giving my my time to, but I think I I might need to. Yeah, bring this one to the forefront, and I think so. Get on this. This My is a solid th- afternoon, guys. This, this is, and I can't wait to see the title of this podcast that Aaron comes up with too. His I know, I'm really <laughs> nervous. I feel like I'm going to have to call my dad and be like, "Daddy, I just want to warn you. There's a podcast coming out. We talked a little bit about you uh, murdering my uh, platypus." Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a platypus? That's yeah, it was better. a pink platypus. Oh. Can't murder a platypus. That's no good. Man. Yeah. Gosh. Haven't they suffered enough just by the way they look? Oh man, I guess. Good grief. Wow. Okay. All, All right. right. Well. Well, you know, we've got a we've got another couple of questions here to discuss, guys. Okay, let's go. A couple of important right. ones. Go. So, um, first, I just want to say I got to go to McKay's the other the other week for the first time since March. Wow, and it How was that? glorious. Are they are they like stocked up on good stuff or not at all? Like, um, what's they've still got a lot of stuff there, but um, but there was a lot of the really good stuff that I that I didn't see. So maybe people cleaned it out before they before all the shutdown happened, and yeah, um, you know. But I'll tell you, my daughter, my daughter Abigail was happy because I found all of the the rest of the um remember that maximum ride series that uh we made fun of no no when we uh, in, in uh, the yes, why no, bag? Bag. bag yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all i know it's like so much has happened so uh but the so she loved the first book like adored it yes Yes, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why exactly, but she absolutely loved it, and so she wanted me to get her the the rest of the series. So I got her the rest of the series for <laughs> like three dollars. So I feel like that was you know to continue to earn her affection. I think that was a good purchase. But awesome. uh, yeah, but it was good. It was a little weird because um, they were they were still very clearly trying to figure out some stuff as they were, as we were in the store. Like, so for example, they've started putting up, um, like they started making some of the aisles one way only, but 
they have the, but the signs weren't there initially. And so like when we were there, even they weren't up and then all of a sudden they were. And, uh, and, but people were just kind of milling about the way they usually do and, you know, blocking aisles and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So it makes it real hard to do the whole social distancing in a store thing. But, uh, but it was still good. It was good to go. We had lots of fun. We found some cool stuff. Um, yeah. And we even got to trade in some books, which made me extra happy. Very cool. Yeah. So, so we've got the next pile already ready. And so we're going to go again and uh, see what happens. All right. Yeah. I, I'm excited to go there and, and check it out. I, I, you know, until you told me it was open, I, I mean, I figured it was going to be opening. I just wasn't aware yet. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll check it yeah. out. You should. You should. All right. So we got asked a question on the Twitter. Mm. Yes. Which was, have we, ev- have we ever thought about doing a live show? So I thought... I'd ask you guys, do you think, should we do a live show someday? Do live shows still exist in the world? I don't know if they do anymore. I mean, assuming that the world is done ending at some point and that yeah. people can congregate together again in groups larger than three, um, you know, that's a, that's a big question. What would a live show look like for us? Well, I wouldn't be able to say, cut that stuff out about my dad making my platypus die. huh? <laughs> yeah. The whole <laughs> I mean, it would still in live, by the way. So the way uh, Happy Rant does it, it's live because it's in person with a, a studio audience, more or yes. less. But they're still they could make an edit if they want before it actually posts. It's yeah. just those in person get to hear the unedited full. <laughs> yes, that's the benefit. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, you know what would be fun with that is like I'm like Scarlett when we we first interviewed you, even though we were planning on having one. You just happen to be walking right next to the studio. You're like, Scarlett, get in here now. We're going to interview you. And I don't think we do that to anyone else but you because we knew you could roll with it. But, uh, but that would be kind of fun. So it would have to be a scenario where, yes, there's things that are planned out, but we need some surprise. Yes. Um, like, I'm for it. Like there needs to be an animal segment. Um, can all bring our, you, Dave, you bring your four cats. I'll bring my one bunny. Yeah, I don't think any venue is going to let us have any of those animals in there. But if you get a bat, like I have a bunny bag, so it could be very discreet. <laughs> Can Dave put his cats in a bunny bag? Dave, just buy, go on it's Amazon, a- get extra large. <laughs> it's a cat carrier. Thank you very much. Pile them all on top of each other. Um, no. And Carry I'll it in my- with all the sound equipment. <laughs> I have a dog as well. All right. That's how I listen to my podcast and my audiobooks because I'm on walks all the time. Mm-hmm. So, By the time we have the live show, we'll have fully transitioned from books podcast to an animal podcast. That could yeah. happen. Imagine, <laughs> imagine someone jumping into this this particular podcast at the wrong point. Oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Just kidding. Just kidding. This is our last time ever mentioning animals. Yeah. Oh, we'll see about that. (laughs) We can't make promises like that, Scarlett. You know that. I know that. But, Uh, you know, to answer it, I think, yeah, I mean, if it was the right scenario where I feel like we, well, see, we are such a mixture to where, you know, we have, we have certainly, we're probably half and half right now of guests versus, uh, versus just our banter we're doing right now, our, our 45 minutes of banter. That's really mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, that's book related. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then where would it be? Well, I think we do it here in Nashville. I know. Yeah. I think we could. Uh, could we convince Parnassus? At, I, I was going to say at a, at a bookstore. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, well, I mean, they would welcome it. <laughs> they, nice. We, uh, yeah. I, I, you know what? Anything's possible with that. Um, you have done a, a uh, an episode in McKay. That's true. That's true. They didn't know that we were doing an episode and they didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you think they would have cared anyways? (laughs) Probably not. But I mean, they enjoyed the fact that there's two dudes walking around like attached to the hip by cords. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Wasn't weird at all. You you and Nick were asking me to join you. I'm like, how weird would that be with three dudes? All attached by wires. It would be fantastically weird. (laughs) Oh, man. It would be funny. But uh, no, I don't think we all need to do that. But yeah, uh, I think that would be fun. I think, uh, I mean, yeah, we have to think like, why would people, what's someone getting out of coming to hear it in person beyond they get to enjoy our lovely personalities in person? Well, that's the number one thing right there is, is they get to enjoy you, at least you're in Scarlet's lovely personalities and they'll put up with me. Um, so it's fine. Uh, all right. So um, listeners, here's the question for you. If we ever actually put on something like this, would you come? So that's the, that's the real question. And we're not talking hundreds. We're talking tens. So <laughs> if we can get tens of people. Maybe we'll figure this out. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, Real quick, uh, live update. Uh, I got a text back from my sister, Dr. Sarah, the veterinarian. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, She does not uh, personally neuter or spay uh, bunnies. Okay. But her colleague does. So apparently (laughs) they keep their business flexible. (laughs) This is good to know. I know. But it's true. Like, you know, when, uh, oh, yeah, Scarlett, I don't know. You know, my sister lived down in Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale for years. And, So, uh, sure clinic down there, they had people who specialized in reptiles and all sorts of local, you know, animals. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know that they, they had, yeah, a variety of species. How about that? Uh, An iguana. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Good question. Do you want to? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently people may do that. So there you go. I think I think there's a reason that there are zoos. How about Tune that? in next week to find out if people spay yes. iguanas. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh well. Good times. Good. All right, Aaron, do we have any others? No, we've just got one last question. One last question, which is what are you reading? Oh. Scarlett, what do you got? I'm kind of dreading this part of the episode because I've been reading so slowly. I'm saying the same thing it's all the okay. time. I'm okay. still reading Hoping for Happiness by Barnabas Piper, but I can say more now because I'm further into it. It's so good. Here's what I'll say about it. I'll say there are a lot of Christian books that it's like, okay, I knew this already. Good reminder, good stories. This is not that book. Like I, He's got some philosopher in him, you know? And, you know, I thought I knew about happiness in the Lord. I read, you know, his dad's book about happiness in the Lord, <laughs> Desiring, is it, wait, which one is it? Is it Desiring God? Which one is the one John Piper wrote about happiness? That's, well, I mean, probably Desiring God, right? Desiring God mm-hmm. is the first one you think of, right? Anyway, it, it's like, there's so many things I've joy. highlighted. 
<laughs> yeah. So many of them, but um, there are so many things I've underlined and thought, oh yeah, that's okay. I, it's really good. Really engaging, really helpful. I'm loving it. That's what I'm reading right now. Nice. I dig it. Dave, what about you? I am reading a really, really weird book. It's the, uh, uh, it's the uh, I'm Your Huckleberry, uh, Val Kilmer's memoir. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, and I'm pausing because, man, he is so strange. I, I don't think I had any idea how strange he was. Um, and it's not one of those books where it's like, hey, let me kind of – he he is going chronologically through his career. Uh, um, and so I'm in the middle of um, when he did Real Genius mm. right now in like 84 or something like that. And, uh, and he started – but he doesn't talk a lot about the movie, nor did he talk a lot about Top Secret, which lends me to believe he's probably not going to talk that much about Top Gun either. He's just kind of using that as his um, – it's kind of just a, a point like where he is in life. He is a Christian scientist. I didn't know that. He. Who are they, neither Christians nor scientists, I understand. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> They're trying to explain it. I'm like, uh, I mean, kudos to him. He's, I think he stayed that way his whole life. I mean, which it seems like one of those things you kind of get into, then you jump out, then you go to uh, what was Madonna's religion for a while? Scientology? No. Uh, what's the. Kabbalah? Kabbalah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, uh, Hollywood types still kind of jump in and out of lots of things, but uh, that was really judgmental of me. It's funny and predictable. But I, I, what I thought most amusing is that he dated Cher for many years uh, huh. in the early 80s. You heard, yeah, Cher. I know wow. he was like 21, 22, and she is mid thirties, I think at that point. Hmm. Um, and he described it more as like a really good friendship than anything. But, um, but I just, I didn't know that. So Val Kilmer is one of those, you know, he went to school with Kevin Spacey and uh, which I know without getting into that, I just, he was fascinating. Hmm. I'm reading the audiobook, and it is now, it, it's the weirdest audiobook because it is read by three different people. All right. And, huh. it, and they just alternate chapters. It makes no sense to me. But it is. And, and when you hear the people, you're going to laugh. <laughs> Will Forte. Oh, wow. From, from SNL. Yeah. McGruber? McGruber. Is he the one, uh, last man on earth, right? Yeah. That's him? Yes, yes. And he, and, he, and he sounds very nasally like me, so it's not that pleasing. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> all right, all right, so there's number one. And it's serious. I keep thinking, what's the purpose of this? I figured they're friends, so I, that must be it because I'm getting to the other people. The second one is George Newbern, which, Aaron, you'll appreciate. Um, since he was he's, animated Superman in Justice League. That's right, yeah, so, uh, w- which is fun. And George Newbern, also the... Uh, I had my kids, we watched Father of the Bride uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, so they, they got to see him as Brian McKenzie. I think that's when he finally, people became more aware of him. Um, and then Mayor Win- Winningham. And she, remember, she was in St. Elmo's Fire and a bunch of those other 80 movies at the time. She and Val Kilmer dated in like high school and clearly are friends. Uh, but I thought, 
So strange. They must, they have not explained why they're reading it. The only one I picked up on was Mary Winningham. Well, okay, they're friends. They dated, you know, but it's weird hearing her read a part about when they were dating in his voice. It, it's just huh. odd. Are I, they yeah, trying? So, are they, when they're reading it, are they acting like Val Kilmer? They're reading it like any uh, audiobook reader would do. Oh, There's no weird. inflection that makes it funny or. There's a reason, and they haven't explained it. It's not huh. at the beginning, um, so I'll let you know. It's not a very. I, I hope long it's book. A, I hope it's at the end that they make sense of it. Otherwise, it's like, what is going on here with this weird piece of performance art? It, well, that's what it feels like, and uh, uh, and again, it's not <laughs> bad. I think George Newbern, he's got a good natural voice. I feel like he's Mary Winningham's okay. Will Forte is like what? He's reading audiobooks. I mean, it's MacGruber, so it's just, <laughs> it's, just inter- it's just interesting. That's it. It's so, so weird. I know. I'm not, that, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I know. Uh, <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you know next week <laughs> more how it finishes <laughs> off. So there you All go. All right. What do you got there? Right. Well, um, I finished uh, Another Man's Moccasins by Craig Johnson uh, earlier this week. So I'm now reading The Dark Horse, and I'm debating... Um, I'm debating whether or not to, to read Ordinary Grace or Iron Lake by Ken Kruger. Yeah. Yeah. So one of those uh, two is coming up. I just don't know which one yet. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, guys, this was a uh, this was a fun episode. We had uh, we had a good conversation. Dave, thanks for dancing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, listeners, thanks for hanging out today and uh, listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please do give us a, a sincere or insincere five star rating and review. We don't care which one it is, just as long as it's five star. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. This is an area code podcast.